Jose Gonzalez show starts now. Fresno 1430 ESPN and a very, a very good morning to all of you in the San Joaquin Valley, all across the state of California. Appreciate you for joining us this beautiful Monday morning in the San Joaquin Valley, live from the 1430 ESPN studios, the Jose Gonzalez show, Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m., and Friday's beginning at noon on your local sports leader, 1430 ESPN. Make sure to follow us on social media at 1430 ESPN, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter now known as X. You can follow us. Just look us up, 1430 ESPN, and you will get to see us very easily, very quickly on all our social media platforms. If you want to go and download the app, you definitely can. You just look up 1430 ESPN Fresno. You add the Fresno in there just to make sure you get the right one, and you will find our app on the App Store, on the Google Play Store. It doesn't matter where you get your apps. You can download the 1430 ESPN Fresno app. On the app, 
You can send voice text messages to the studio. You can send text messages to the studio. You can email the studio. You can email me. You can uh, call the studio. Uh, you, you can do a lot of things, a lot of things by downloading the app. You can even set an alarm clock um, if you download the app. Also, want you guys to go and check out our website, 1430ESPNFresno.com. 1430ESPNFresno.com. When you go to the website, hover over that podcast tab. You'll see the drop down come down. You'll then see all of our live local shows lined up there. You'll see the Jose Gonzalez show first. You click on that. You can listen to any episode you might have missed. You then can catch up there. From there, you can check out our afternoon slate of shows. Sportsline, the Bulldog Hour with the man Tony D. He's on the air every weekday at 2 o'clock, 2 to 4 on Fridays. You can also check out Home Field Advantage with Gabe Camarillo. When you check that out, he's on the air Monday through Thursday, 3 to 5 on Thursdays live from Fashion Furniture. You can check him out as well. And also check out on Fridays, Friday afternoons, right after um, Sports Line. You can check out Inside the Patch with Gnarly Charlie. Well, he'll bring you A to Z on all things Raiders here on 1430 ESPN. So you can check him out Fridays beginning at 4 p.m. And then on Saturdays, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. live from First String Sports, it's our guy, Paul Metters. He's on your radios every Saturday. His last show of the year was this past Saturday. He will now be off this upcoming Saturday, December 23rd, as well as the following Saturday, December 30th, um, on um, on the air. He will be taking a little bit of a break, and uh, then he will be back in the new year. We will be here for the next four days, and uh, then we are off beginning this Friday. We will not be having a show uh, beginning this Friday, and then we here, my show, we are back on January 2nd. Home Field Advantage will continue. Um, Inside the Patch will continue, as well as Sportsline will continue. Sportsline will be taking a break this Friday um, off the air as well. So uh, just a little, you know, FYI on uh, looking ahead throughout as we get to the end of the month of December as this beautiful December 18th day um, gets upon us here and as we get you ready to go to work. If you want to join the conversation, you can. Gonzo at 1430ESPNFriendsNo.com. Gonzo at 1430ESPNFriendsNo.com. If you want to dial in and join the conversation, you can. 559-320-1430. That is the Chicken Shack Hotline where you can join the conversation 559-320-1430. Once again, the Chicken Shack Hotline for all of you. All right. It was a long, long weekend of sports, and I just could not keep up whatsoever. You had the Bulldogs playing uh, the bowl game in New Mexico. You had UFC 298 happening as well. Then you also 
uh, had the NFL play three games on Saturday. Then you had the Niners play the Cardinals yesterday as well. The Rams play the Commanders. You also had Sunday Night Football be be a game, right? Jacksonville just shooting themselves in the foot constantly. Baltimore winning but leaving question marks out there. The Chiefs finally get back into their winning ways. But a lot of frustration with Kadarius Toney, right? That that NFL conversation, um, as you look and now kind of look back, okay, Brandon Staley got fired by the Los Angeles Chargers. Who is next on that same front of being fired? The Carolina Panthers do what no one thought they would do, and they upset the Falcons, which leads the media to ask the question whether Arthur Smith should continue, and the fans are not about having Arthur Smith continue as a head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, especially after a loss in Carolina in a stadium that wasn't even a quarter of the way full, not even 10% of the way full. And uh, you add in the fact that you could have gotten in to that stadium with 50 cents, 50 cents. You put all of that into a nice wrapped gift. Because I didn't even mention all of it. You have the Cowboys who lose to the Buffalo Bills in convincing fashion for the Buffalo Bills. And then you get news coming out on Sunday that if you didn't fix your lineup in fantasy football, you might be screwed this morning, which is that Jalen Hurts possibly is going to miss out on the Monday game. And if you're in fantasy football and you have already picked up Marcus Mariota, man, you're fine. But if you are evil enough that the person you are playing did not pick up a risk, right? Did not pick up someone that would um, do away with that risk and pick up Mariota. Well, if you want to be that guy, you can definitely go in, pick up Mariota. So the person that needs him when he goes this morning to go pick him up, he's already gone. I don't know about you, but this is quarterfinals fantasy football matchup time. You got to do what you got to do, right? That's if you want to go that route. But anyway, back to the Buffalo Bills over the Dallas Cowboys. Josh Allen, he wasn't the star of the show. James Cook was the star of the show. And does that need to be the case moving forward where James Cook is doing what James Cook can do and Josh Allen is a great, great uh, compliment to that, meaning... I'm not saying James Cook is going to be the focal point of the offense. I'm saying he has to be more of a point in the offense. Offensive coordinator Joe Brady understands that and went with that um, Went with that in this past game. And the Dallas Cowboys got run out of Buffalo um, this past Sunday. So tonight, the Eagles and the Seahawks. Our last major wager Monday night football game of the year. Again, Christmas next week. We're not doing that Niners-Baltimore game with Christmas Day. That's always difficult. But you have the Eagles. You have the Seahawks. It's live from um, from uh, our place out there on Dakota and Ashland on Cedar Avenue. Um, Amy and Ed's Victory Grill. Go out. Check out Carter and the gang. Go have some fun. Again, the last major wager Monday night football game of the week so go out have fun check out uh the monday night football and uh see what you miss all season long but again jalen hurts possibly not playing tonight that can leave a lot uh, of question marks out there because nick sirianni has proved to us 
that he can't win with a backup quarterback. And I say prove to us because he did it last year, couldn't win last year near the end of the season, almost identical to where we are today. So again, a lot of headlines to get to, a lot of conversations to get to today, and the show here in hour one. We got the fresh headlines of the day coming your way next. Then we'll do a little home team headlines, and I say a little because we'll start it, then we'll head to hour number two. And hour number two, Jackson Moore, BarkBoard.com. He joins us top of the hour. We're going to talk about the Fresno State Bowl game in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, Jackson was there. We'll talk about Tim Skipper, what kind of job he did. We'll talk about Mikey Keene. We'll also talk about a big transfer portal entry from the Bulldogs, um, as well as some recruits that have committed to playing for Fresno State. So a lot to dive into with Jackson. He joins us top of hour number two. Probably going to take him uh, the majority of hour number two because we have a lot of Bulldog talk to get to today. So we'll talk about that with Jackson. Bottom of the hour, we'll talk a little Los Angeles Lakers. Top of the hour, we'll go back into our home team headlines. We'll talk about the San Francisco 49ers. We'll talk about the Raiders. We'll talk about the Los Angeles Rams, how they went through as well, um, what this weekend was of football. And then we'll turn our uh, attentions to this past week in the NFL season because there are many headlines to get to, many conversations to get to, and one of which is, is Trevor Lawrence in the top sphere of NFL quarterbacks? That question has been out there, and I have not seen as many excuses made for a quarterback as I've seen maybe other than Patrick Mahomes made for Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence was supposed to be the heir apparent to the kind of position that Andrew Luck left, which is the number one overall pick and coming in and being the franchise guy, being such a winner that it was almost impossible to think, impossible to fathom that this guy was not going to be an immediate winner at the next level. And it shows you how much of a difference there is from the college football game and playing constantly with five-star athletes at the NFL game where they're, everybody is damn good and uh, you just have a small percentage of elite guys that take you over the top. We'll talk about that later on in the show as well um, as where everything stands. We'll give you an updated playoff picture look at the NFL. We'll talk a little Major League Baseball near the end of the show as well. So just so much that we are going to get to and so little time that is three hours here on this beautiful Monday morning in Fresno, California. With all of that being said... Let's get to our morning um, weather report here in just a few seconds. Let's see if this grabs right here. Let's make sure um, this updates before I give you guys any um, of that topic. And currently here in the city of Fresno, it is currently 50 degrees. The expected high today, 65 degrees with an overnight low of 49 degrees. Uh, degrees some rain expected here within the next hour and then no rain expected for the rest of the day but um, actually uh, just a little bit of showers here and there uh, throughout you can expect rain coming back into the valley later today into tomorrow and then a little rain on Wednesday a little bit of rain on Thursday and then we are back to normal there um, and these next few days will be warm warm days of 60 degrees or higher and your overnight lows will not get past 50 degrees through Thursday. 
Christmas Day here currently expected to be 58 degrees, partly cloudy. Again, 51 degrees currently here in Fresno, 65. The high today, 49. The overnight low, 51. Currently in Visalia, 67 degrees. The expected high there, 48 degrees. The overnight uh, low there. Expect some uh, showers later in the day. Merced currently 49 degrees. 63, the expected high there, 47, the overnight low. And there you can expect rain at about 9 o'clock this morning. Make it closer to 8 and then on through past 3 p.m. In Merced, California, you can expect more rain tomorrow morning and Wednesday as well. More rain northern part of our state than in the southern part of our state. Currently in Bakersfield, 50 degrees. Expected high there, 72 degrees. Overnight low. 50 degrees uh, no rain expected there a little bit of rain maybe tomorrow but cloudy conditions mostly in bakersfield california every weather report is brought to you by our friends at lee's air plumbing and heating if you have an ac heater unit issue you got maintenance that needs to get done you call our friends at lee's air plumbing and heating they have got you covered with that being said coming up next the fresh headlines of the day you're listening to the jose gonzalez show this is 1330 espn fresno but all December you will hear him at your window pane a singing again and again and again and again and again and again. Christmas is a coming and the bells begin to ring. The holly's in the window and the birds begin to sing. Now don't take time to worry and don't take time to fret. And the more you give at Christmas time, the more you the Jose Gonzalez Show, Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. and on Fridays, beginning at noon on your local sports leader. It is time for Christmas music bumper as we get you ready here again. We're here for four days. Um, and then on Friday, we are not here uh, this week. Just a little uh, FYI on the schedule and looking a little bit ahead. But you'll have Monday Night Football tonight as the Philadelphia Eagles and the Seattle Seahawks go toe-to-toe. Tune in to that broadcast beginning at 5 p.m. at the conclusion of Home Field Advantage with Gabe Camarillo. So make sure to tune in for that again coming up at 5 o'clock and uh again that is coming your way um eagles and seahawks tonight all right it's time for the freshest headlines of the day on this beautiful monday morning let's begin with some basketball as steph curry's nba record three-point streak has ended at 268 games as the golden state warriors held off the portland trailblazers 118-114 last night. Curry was 0 of 8 from three-point land and 2 of 12 while scoring seven points for the visiting Warriors. He began the streak December 1st, 2018 at the Detroit Pistons. Curry, the NBA career leader who recently made his 30 uh, through his 3,000th 
500 three-pointer. Uh, last went without a uh, three-pointer at a regular season was November 8th, 2018, when he was 0 for 4 against the Milwaukee Bucks. He also owns the second longest NBA streak at 157 games. We can't, quote, we can't rely on Steph to bail us out every single night. It was a tough night for him, but that's what a team is supposed to be about. Everybody filling in for each other, different guys stepping up each night. That's a great sign because he carried us for long enough this year. We need to give him more help. And quote, Clay Thompson scored 28 points in the Warriors' second straight victory. Andrew Wiggins, who was recently taken out of the Golden State starting lineup, posted 25 points and seven rebounds. Rookie Trace Jackson Davis registered 14 points, eight rebounds to help the Warriors win consecutive games. For the first time since the end of a five-game winning streak in early November. So Steph Curry and his three-point record has come to... Well, the record stands, but uh, the streak has come to an end. USC quarterback Malachi Nelson, uh, the number one recruit in the 2023 uh, class... And a young man that I got the privilege of calling a game at Veterans Memorial Stadium of um, told the Trojan staff he is entering the transfer portal. Nelson was committed to Oklahoma out of high school until he decommitted on November 28th, 2021, when Coach Riley left for the same job at USC. Nelson then flipped his commitment to the Trojans to play for Riley. Nelson also was the number one quarterback in the last recruiting cycle and the top recruit in California at Los Alamitos. And he was the National Gatorade Player of the Year in 2022 um, with 2,898 yards, 35 touchdowns, and four interceptions as a senior. He enrolled early at USC and sat behind starter Caleb Williams this past season. He appeared in just one game, throwing three times and completing one pass, which will allow him to use his red shirt and give him four years of eligibility remaining. Malachi Nelson's decision to enter the portal um, is intriguing um, because obviously you don't know whether Caleb Williams is going to be entering the draft or not. Is this an indication that Caleb Williams is coming back in 2024 because of NIL? That is... Uh, remained to be seen. The Champions League drew um, their round of 16 earlier this morning at about 3.30 this morning for us. And, uh, well, we'll give you those here very, very quickly. You'll have a pair, uh, well, more than a pair of Americans facing each other as uh, Ricardo Pepe, Sergino Dest will face... Um, and uh, will face their international teammate Giovanni Reina, um, who is uh, playing with Borussia Dortmund and PSV as they have drawn each other in the round of 16. So the round of 16 kicks off with group winners hosting the first leg uh, matches, which will be played February 13th, 14th, 20th, and 21st. The return legs will be played on March 5th, 6th, 12th, and 13th the uh, full uh, round of 16 is it follows 
Porto from Portugal will be taking on Arsenal of England. Napoli of Italy will be taking on Barcelona of Spain. Paris Saint-Germain is going to be taking on Real Sociedad, France versus Spain. Uh, Inter uh, Milan will be taking on uh, Atletico de Madrid. Um, PSV Eindhoven um, will be taking on Borussia Dortmund. Um, Lazio will be taking on uh, Bayern Munich. Um, Copenhagen um, will be taking on Manchester City. And RB Leipzig will be taking on Real Madrid. Those are the Champions League round of 16 draw. The Baltimore Ravens running back Keaton Mitchell is likely out for the season after having uh, after becoming the first AFC uh, team to clinch a playoff berth. The Baltimore Ravens lost another offensive playmaker um, towards the end of their 23-7 win over Jacksonville. Um, big play running back Keaton Mitchell sustained a serious left knee injury in the fourth quarter and was carted off the field. Mitchell was an undrafted rookie and uh, was uh, tripped up by safety Andrew Wingard, causing his left leg to bend awkwardly after he landed on it. Quote, it looks like he won't be back the rest of the season, end quote, coming from Ravens head coach John Harbaugh. Um, the third significant player that uh, Baltimore's offense will be losing, starting running back J.K. Dobbins, sustained a uh, season-ending Achilles injury in the season opener, and tight end Mark Andrews will miss at least a regular rest of the regular season after injuring his ankle in Week 11. Um, the Ravens will be without Mitchell, who started Sunday and totaled 73 carry, uh, yards on nine carries before the injury. Harbaugh also saying, quote, it's heartbreaking. He's just got a great attitude and demeanor about him, and it's a guy that he wants uh, that he wants to do well. He deserves to do well, end quote. Lamar Jackson um, thought Mitchell was on his way to scoring a touchdown before going down on that 13-yard run. Quote, he's lights out. He was starting to get started. See, uh, so that's tough to see, end quote. Uh, Mitchell on a night when uh, the running was dominating for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they gained 251 yards, which marked the 12th time the team has surpassed 250 yards on the ground since Jackson took over as the starting quarterback midway through the 2018 season. The Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence will be entering concussion protocol. He was placed in the protocol after Sunday's 23-7 win uh, or loss, pardon me, to the Baltimore Ravens. Head coach Doug Peterson said Lawrence was hurt on one of the three scrambles on the Jaguars' final possession, but was unsure which one. It puts his status for Sunday's critical game against Tampa Bay in jeopardy. The Jaguars, the Texans, and the Indianapolis Colts, who are all tied atop of the AFC South at 8-6. and six. Lawrence has started every game since he was drafted first overall in 2021. A streak of 48 consecutive starts. C.J. Beathard would start if Lawrence is unable to play against the Bucs. The Jaguars cut third quarterback Nathan Roke on Saturday, likely would attempt to resign him earlier this week. Um, Lawrence completed 25 of 43 passes for 264 yards and a touchdown against the Ravens. So, again, Trevor Lawrence is going to be out uh, potentially this Sunday, but again, critically uh, a critical game for the Jags. The Minnesota Vikings are expected to give quarterback Nick Mullins 
his second consecutive start in Sunday's key divisional matchup against the Detroit Lions. Mullins went 26 of 33 with 303 yards, two touchdowns in the Vikings' 27-24 overtime loss to the Cincinnati Bengals. He threw two interceptions in the second quarter to end scoring opportunities potentially for the Minnesota Vikings. Rookie Jordan Addison caught six passes for 111 yards. He also had two scores. Justin Jefferson snagged seven passes for 84 yards in his first full game since week four. O'Connell stopped short of uh, calling Mullins the starting quarterback uh, Saturday, but that looks uh, ever more likely as the time continues um, to go. Um, UFC uh, had a big-time event this past weekend, um, and uh, UFC 298, the final UFC event of the year. And, uh, well, you had a uh, Leon Edwards who was playing a little, or pardon me, was fighting with a little bit more of a... uh, um, uh, of anger, maybe that he more normally uh, fights with, and uh, that was because tension boiled between the two men, and that is uh, Edwards and Covington uh, boiled over Thursday's pre-fight news conference when Covington said he would take Edwards to the quote seventh layer of hell end quote, and paraphrasing here that maybe they would see Edwards' late father there. Edwards threw a full water bottle at Covington while both were sitting um, on that table, and the two had to be separated. I wouldn't say the two were separated. Um, I would say more so that Edwards had to be stopped from getting to Covington. And for those of you that don't know, um, Leon Edwards' father was shot and killed when he was 13 years of age. So when Covington said those words, it really ignited Leon Edwards. And he said in his uh, post-fight interview uh, that he cried after Thursday's news conference in absolute rage, quote, end quote, and that it took a lot for him to calm down. Quote, this fight was very emotional for me. This guy used my dad's death as entertainment. He used my dad's murder as entertainment. It took a lot for me to calm down and stay focused and come into this fight. You can't use my dad's death as entertainment, and that's what he did. You know, to this day, it still breaks my heart. He got murdered, and he said, my dad should burn in, yeah, end quote. He said, quote, he's a great competitor, but a German, uh, uh, but a dirty human uh, being, end quote. Edwards retains his title by unanimous decision in the bout. Um, uh, Alexandre Pantoja, um, Pantoja, pardon me, um, he uh, secured his first defense of his flight weight championship uh, on Saturday, outworking Brandon Royval in a clear decision uh, victory in the co-main event of UFC 296, pardon me, inside T-Mobile Arena. I've been calling it 298. I think I just saw news of 299, so it just got stuck into my brain. Pantoja looked gas midway through the fifth round of the affair, but still managed to dominate Rival on the ground en route to a unanimous uh, judge's scorecard of 50-45, 50-45, and 49-46. So uh, the UFC... With UFC 296, they had themselves a result and the other results uh, of the card um, as well in this one in the main card here. 
Um, you have Rockamaval, who won. Um, Tony Ferguson lost to Pimblet um, as well by unanimous decision. And Emmett um, knocked out Bryce Mitchell in that one as well. And that was a scary knockout from Emmett uh, Mitchell on the ground for quite a bit um, through that one. Um, and uh, let's double check that I'm not missing any of these uh, fresh headlines for you guys before we hit the break here. Um, and just confirming, and I did miss one, and that is that Giannis, the Greek freak, um, he is um, a two-time MVP, and he's collected another franchise record of the Milwaukee Brewers. Giannis grabbed his 7,162 career rebound and finished with 26 points and 17 boards as Milwaukee snapped Houston's five-game winning streak and picked up their fourth win in a row. Um, the head coach, Andrew, uh, Adrian Griffin said, quote, I think he, we got the game ball end quote. And obviously a joke in the reference to Wednesday night when, um, Giannis was, uh, very furious. He didn't get the ball then. And obviously wanting to later say that he wanted to give that to Damian Lillard. Um, Giannis says, quote, it's a big honor. I don't think anybody assumed the skinny kid from Greece that was drafted and supposed to play in the G League was going to be in a position to break a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar record. And uh, simply for those, um, Giannis became the team's all-time scoring leader in March of 2022 when he broke Kareem's record. Then, well, this time he breaks his rebound record with the Milwaukee Bucks. So uh, there you go, Giannis with... Uh, with the record books and uh, the skinny kid from Greece is showing the NBA um, all of his talent. So there you go. Those were your fresh headlines of the day. Coming up next, we'll talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. They take on the New York Knicks tonight. And uh, they, uh, well, they gave the San Antonio Spurs their first victory in over 17 games over the weekend and we'll talk about that loss. And uh, LeBron James played. Anthony Davis sat out. We'll talk about all of that as well here coming up next. Those were your fresh headlines. We'll dive into our first home team headline when we come back. You're listening to The Jose Gonzalez Show. 1430 ESPN Fresno, your local sports leader. The Jose Gonzalez Show, Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. And on Fridays, beginning at noon, on your local sports leader, 1430 ESPN, a very good morning. And appreciate all of you for joining us and listening in and being a part of the conversation. As mentioned, you can email me, gonzo at 1430 ESPN Fresno. Dot com. You can also uh, follow me on social media at Jose Gonzo Sports. 
Um, or you can even send letters um, as well to the uh, studio. Good or bad, it's okay. You can send letters. That's fine. I appreciate you guys and uh, always enjoy your conversation. Now, with this being said, let's dive into it uh, and uh, let's dive into our home team headlines. The Los Angeles Lakers uh, take on the New York Knicks tonight, 7.30 tip-off. The 14-11 and 11 New York Knicks and the 15-11 and 11, uh, Los Angeles uh, Lakers. The Lakers coming off a loss against the San Antonio Spurs this past Friday, December 15th. Um, uh, they did so on the road, and uh, San Antonio in this game opened up to a 20-point lead at the end of the first quarter. The Lakers, though, um, were able to slash into that and make it a seven-point deficit heading into halftime. But after that, it was still all San Antonio the rest of the way, even after the Lakers were able to um, bring down that lead to set or bring down that deficit to seven. Um, they were then entering the fourth quarter with an 11 point deficit and ended with a 14 point loss. 129, 115. San Antonio wins their first, fourth game of the season. Um, a game which uh, Le- uh, LeBron was playing, but Anthony Davis was not on um, uh, on the court for the Lakers. Uh, LeBron played 36 minutes of action, had 23 points, 14 assists, and 7 rebounds. Um, you had Jackson Hayes, who also um, had uh, 20 minutes, having 7 rebounds, 8 points on the day. Austin Reeves, 34 po- uh, minutes, 22 points, 7 rebounds, and 4 assists. Rui Hashimura uh, added in 20 and Christian Wood added 17 for Los Angeles as well. Wembenyama um, had himself a stat sheet kind of night um, with the San Antonio Spurs. He played almost 31 minutes of action. Um, he also shot it not too well, 38.5% from the floor. Um, had one three-pointer, um, hit two of three from the free throw line, but he had 15 rebounds, five assists, two steals, two blocks. Um, he also turned over the uh, basketball two times. The star of the show for San Antonio was uh, uh, Devin Vassell, who went 12 of 19 from the floor, hit five of his 10 three-point attempts, also went perfect from the line, and had himself 36 points in the win for San Antonio. For the Lakers, again, LeBron was the lead scorer for them um, with 23 points, but three guys got to 20. LeBron, Austin Reeves, as well as Rui Hashimura, who scored 20. And then you count in who had triple, or pardon me, double digits for the Lakers. And we had five guys in double digits, 17 points for uh, Christian Wood. Rui Hashimura had 20, and as mentioned, um, you had LeBron, Austin Reeves, and 12 points for Torian Prince. Uh, the Lakers lose to San Antonio, and look, if you are LA, you are sitting in a very difficult place right now. You are sitting in a very difficult place because... Yes, you are away from home. Yes, we can make excuses for the loss against San Antonio. You can do it. You can do all of the above. You can make the excuses for that game. And you can also see uh, that the Lakers had not been home 
Um, they went from their L.A. Uh, from Las Vegas against the uh, Indiana Pacers and being there for the semifinal against the Pelicans. So on the road on that December 7th, on the road on December 9th, um, two going and playing against Dallas on that Tuesday and then against San Antonio on Wednesday and then Friday. So they stayed in San Antonio, obviously, for that. And it's their first time home in quite a while at uh, Crypto.com Arena tonight for the Lakers. So I completely understand uh, looking at this and saying maybe they were a little tired. But now, as you get there, there's no excuses. You haven't played since Friday, December 15th. That is two full days of absolute rest if you are the Lake Show. This game becomes ever so increasingly difficult for Los Angeles because of their record currently 15 and 11, um, which is good enough to be eighth in the standings. And uh, the Lakers so currently would be in that play in tournament. Again, currently that is where they would be. They'd be playing that seven and eighth game against the Pelicans who are 16 and 11 here currently. The Rockets who were on a winning streak are 13 and 10. The Phoenix Suns are 14 and 12. You can expect the Suns and the Warriors, who are right behind them, 12 and 14, um, to bounce back and to continue or, or to begin to win some games here. And if you are seeing it in that form, if you are LA, you are currently at eight. If the Suns and the Warriors start winning, there is some worry if you are there. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, I don't think they fall off. The Oklahoma City Thunder, I don't believe they are going to fall off either. Um, this is a very young team that I think is this is their year to win, um, to get into the playoffs. I am not sure that they make it out of the first round. Even uh, if they do, not sure they get out. And uh, I would go out on a limb and say I don't believe they get out in a second round. It's just not because I don't think the, the Oklahoma City Thunder are a good team. It's just I feel like they might be an, uh, a year away. The Mavericks, I think they will be around this position throughout the season. The Nuggets, who are 17-10, and 10, will be good and are good. Um, the Kings, I think, are good where they are. I think they could uh, increase a bit. I think they are not going to fall, uh, fall off at all. Clippers, um, who are currently on a winning streak of their own, um, sitting there with seven straight wins at 15 and 10. I think if the Clippers can figure this out, they will be really good. Uh, but the point that I am making is as you begin to look at that list and you begin to see who has played um, whom and where we are, it's, I know it's only December. And I know we're about to turn the page to January and it could be a completely different conversation. But if you are the Lakers and you lose tonight to the New York Knicks, you're not putting yourself in a good place. You're not giving yourself an opportunity to begin to add or string together victories. This is a big game for Los Angeles. This is a big one because this is a team um, in New York that is pretty good. They're going to give the Lakers a pretty good fight. And this is a show up or shut up if you're L.A. I want to know how good they truly are. They're running into some issues here. and Are they proving that they cannot win if not everyone is healthy? I think that is true. And that also runs the risk of them believing that they need to make a trade yesterday. And that is going to lead them to go and get a guy that is potentially on the trade market. Go give up guys that are pretty beneficial to the team just because they're going to feel as though they're not able to win and win 
today. I think the Lakers need Anthony Davis. I've told you I don't think LeBron can carry a team to a victory anymore. I don't think LeBron can carry a team to a championship anymore. I'm not sure that he can't carry you one or two games, but that is all that I am considering of the 38-year-old LeBron James, who is getting up there near 40 years of age and is still in the NBA playing at a high level. I just think we have to pay attention to those things. And Anthony Davis, he needs to get healthy and get healthy yesterday or else the Lakers are in for a world of pain. The Lakers play the New York Knicks, a big, uh, big market showdown um, between L.A. and New York. Interesting to see who wins. The Knicks are coming off as well of a, of a game that we can look at them and say they very much need this. They're five and uh, they're fifteen, or pardon me, fourteen and eleven. They're currently sitting at uh, the sixth spot in the Eastern Conference standings. They are coming off a 144-122 loss against the Clippers. They did beat the Phoenix Suns, but this is the last game um, of their West Coast road trip before going back to New York, uh, to the New York area to take on the Brooklyn Nets. But they have uh, gone on the road. They uh, lost to the Jazz, uh, beat the Suns, lost to the Clippers. And will they end this road trip one and three, or will they split it two and two? That game against the Clippers, they were in the game for all of three quarters, and then um, the Clippers just absolutely turned it on. Kawhi Leonard has been insane for L.A. Take a break. We'll be back to close out the hour. You're listening to The Jose Gonzalez Show. You're listening to locally owned 1430 ESPN. All right, there we are, the end of hour number one. Coming up, hour number two, Jackson Moore, BarkBoard.com. Jackson joined us to break down the Fresno State football victory over New Mexico State in the New Mexico Bowl. We'll talk about that next. Jackson Moore, he joins us next. You're listening to the Jose Gonzalez Show.